0: More is not better, better is better. Hello, welcome to episode number 98 of the Better Life, Better Work show. I am Allison Crow, your favorite life and business coach, and I have an important message for you today. Uh, So welcome to the podcast listeners, welcome to the video replay viewers, YouTube viewers. Yes, we post this content in multiple variations for your viewing and listening pleasure and always appreciate your comments, your reviews, your feedback. So here's what we're talking about today. Soulful CEOs make this helpful distinction for sustainable success and I have quite a few clients really getting this and and seeing them accelerate their businesses swiftly, uh, confidently and sustainably. So, I was trained in real estate and kind of took this concept for my own business because it's true. Thank you, KW, for those early training years. This concept we had in our real estate company was these three phases of business, launch, growth, and achievement. Most of my clients these days are in growth or achievement. Growth is usually three to five years in. Um, I have a few launch people I have some people wanting to launch someday, but most of my clients making visible progress are growth and achievement. So three to five years is growth, achievement. I have clients that have been in business for 30 years. I have some that have team members of 11 people, of 12 people, of 15 people. And I have many, many solopreneurs and so um, what is really fun to watch is when they begin to get the distinction of being a bootstrapper solopreneur who does everything to begin in, begin to leverage for help. And I think that we have all heard about like, if you want to grow fast or if you want to grow, grow together, not alone. I think we have heard the comments Um, not comments, but truths about, you know, leveraging out work so that you can do your best work, you can do your gift work, Um, the work you're gifted at, the work that thrills you. I know that many times in both my real estate business and in my coaching business, I brought on VAs to do project work, those kinds of things. And until last year, I'm a little embarrassed that it took me this long, but that's okay. It took as long as it took. I got it now and I'm giving it to you. So until last year, when I really decided to become a woman who allows high level help versus hiring somebody for a project or a job, I really wanted to... um, not just develop as a small business owner and as somebody with a small practice in coaching, but I wanted to learn how to, and this was a skill I had to learn how to do, but I wanted to learn how to have help. And I, y'all, I'd wanted to learn how to use help for years. And I had had quite a few failures at it and some starts and stops. And what really helped me make the distinction and the distinction I began sharing with my clients and I am watching them take off. So part of the problem is most of my clients, most of my clients run their own business. They are their brand. Most, not all, but most of my clients sell a service. And so they are doing not only the delivery of the service, they are also doing the marketing. They are also doing the sales. They are also doing the accounting and they are also doing their admin. From time to time, my clients get help with some of those things project-based, but then they end up getting stuck. So I had a wonderful conversation with a long-term client last week, or not, I didn't have this last week, we had it last month, and he was asking me, he was about to take a course This guy is a very seasoned coach. He's very good. He wants to grow his business, grow his practice. And he was asking me about a course that he was going to take and wanted to know my feedback. I really try to encourage my clients to use their own intuition, not just their intuition, but I want to encourage them to trust themselves. And I know that many of you listening and including my clients have often thought and thrown money at, if I can just fix this about me, then everything in my business will start to work. <laughs> and so we made, made the distinction between the individual. Hi, my name is Allison Crow. I am an individual and I have values and I have preferences and I have gifts and I have talents. I have a business. That also happens to go by the public name, Allison Crow. Technically, it's Soulful Living LLC. Now, here's where we get confused. I hear my clients say it every week. I, I heard my mastermind clients say it today. I get overwhelmed by this. They, the individual. So I'm going to make the distinction instead of Allison Crow the individual and Allison Crow the business because that's confusing i'm going to go by my legal business name which is soulful living llc so allison crow has values gifts desires things she likes to do for her business and things she doesn't like to do for her business and what i see happen is that clients say i don't like to do marketing i'm not going to do it i don't like to do sales so i'm not going to do it I don't like to do emails every single week or free video content or whatever it is. I don't like to do it because I don't wanna do it. And so they don't do it or they're inconsistent with it. I was like that for years. Now, so that's the individual, right? So if you're listening or watching, I know you may or may not be able to write it down, but I want you to imagine drawing a circle And you are in that circle and you have a set of values, desires, et cetera. And most of you, if you are an individual business owner, even a company of one who gets help from time to time, most of you think this way, right? And so the other part of me, that was a very high pitched burst. The other part of me is Soulful Living LLC, And I've finally begun to realize that my business is a separate but overlapping entity. My business requires things that the individual does not do. My business requires a way of working, being, and boundaries that the individual, Allison, doesn't necessarily do. And so it was so fascinating. My client was going, I think I'm going to throw $6,000 at this habit. If I can just teach myself to have the habit of sending an email every single week to my address book, my list, my audience... And I just looked at him and I was like, okay, you can totally do that. Or you can take that $6,000 instead of change who you are, which is an amazing coach. And now you're taking your energy away from being an amazing coach. We know that your business is craving weekly connection with your audience. What if we hired somebody to implement that connection so that you didn't have to do it? So the distinction is between the individual and then the energy of the business. And what they actually make is a Venn diagram. All of you are familiar with a Venn diagram, even if you don't recognize it. And so a Venn diagram is two circles that overlap in the middle. This is the key to leverage. This is the key to getting help. This is the key to sustainability this and the reason i say the reason i say sustainability is because it helps you make that leap from doing all the things to doing the things that help you actually serve and care for your clients now make no mistake you're still required to do some things. So for example, I have seen people, they don't want to market regularly. So they hire someone to market regularly. That keeps the circle separate. And you still, as the owner of your business, are responsible to be in that spot that overlaps. And so what marketing does, marketing doesn't create clients. Marketing is a task that can be assigned to talent and you as the individual don't actually have to do the do, but it is up to you to nurture the relationships into sales that your business does, right? And so when we, uh, I'm just pausing for a second because I want to make sure I'm tracking with myself, <laughs> so that I can track with you guys. So what I've seen people do is, and what I've done in the past is keep those two circles separate. So I have Alice in the individual. Oh, I don't want to do this, but I didn't allow that overlap. And so, even as a business owner, I'll never forget um, Brian Buffini. I Brian Buffini coaches were my first coaches when I was in real estate. I got my real estate license. I got accepted. I walked in, I met this woman named Jean Grubb. She was like, you need a coach. My my company didn't have coaches at the time. And then that day I hired a Brian Buffini coach. And that that, uh, year, that quarter, I went to a Brian Buffini convention speaking something or another. And... I remember hearing Brian Buffini tell the story of how his dad came over from Ireland with $17 in his bank account and he had a painting company. And I remember something in the conversation of how him him saying, even as you build this company, nobody will ever, your name is on the business. Buffini painting company. Buffini was on the business and he taught that to his son. My name is Allison Crow and Allison is literally on my business, whether I sell it or not someday right? And yes, Louise Hay's name was on Hay House Publishing, and Louise Hay died and was able to sell Hay House Publishing. But her name was on the business. My name is on this business. Now, that does not mean I'm responsible to do everything, and I am still responsible for everything. So my clients, are not my clients, my marketing team is Set to do some agreed upon task that I, as the soulful CEO, I find really challenging. <laughs> and so they make sure they happen in a frequent and consistent manner. My podcast team makes sure that I show up in a frequent and consistent manner. So the podcast is a great example. I was doing the podcast and feeling my way through it, and I would often like weenie out on my commitment to show up weekly, right? Because the individual Allison didn't require me showing up consistently. The individual Allison showed up when she felt like it. My business, Soulful Living LLC, suffered because the individual didn't quite have the habit to do it. And so I could take a class and spend a lot of money and force myself to do it and be miserable. Or I could listen to the needs of my business and say, how can I work together with the essence and energies of my business? Who can help me stay aligned with this? And so here's what's funny. For the last year, I have put out a show more than a year, since March, a year ago. I put out a show every single week. I've made more progress in the last year of podcasting every single week. I've given myself permission to most of these episodes are recorded live on Facebook. I struggled a lot with, oh, I should do it this way. I should do it this way. My sound is this. My dog is barking. And I finally just put my foot down and both the individual and the business entities decided that this works and then I got my marketing and production help. And it is so fun. Every time I think, oh, I don't know if I really have inspiration. Do I have anything I want to talk about? Well, first of all, my marketing team has a calendar through the rest of the year with topic ideas that coordinate with what I'm selling. When I was just Alice and Crow, I would just talk willy nilly, throwing spaghetti at the wall. It worked, but not enough. Um, It worked in the sense that it it worked, but it was exhausting. This is where sustainable comes in, right? And I'm an Enneagram 7. I don't necessarily like plans, but I have taught myself the last three years to use plans not as the rule, but as the support. It makes me less tired, honestly, in my business. And so... The marketing, there's the marketing plan. And if I see something on there that I've worked with my marketing team to create, I've had the ideas, they executed. I actually call my marketing team my, um, that they're my producers, like they produce my content. Even though I create my content, they, they plan and produce it. And they plan, produce and promote my content, right? As my clients told me last year at Camp Star Heart, Frank Sinatra doesn't move pianos. And that phrase shifted everything. Frank Sinatra doesn't move pianos. And so you might be, if you want to become truly a soulful CEO, now this does not mean you have to hire employees. I have zero employees. I do have a team of five. Is that right? Stacey, Callie, Elise, four, five. No, my accountant. I have a team of five. So there's five, including me, <laughs> six, including my photographer. So there's a team of six of us. And those six people are in key roles to meet the needs of the entity of my business, which is Soulful Success, and to support Allison, the individual in showing up for soulful success. And so when I don't feel like doing a podcast, one of two things happen. Either my marketing team says we can repurpose this content. I think it's a great time for this. Or my podcast producer, the one that actually does the sound podcasting is so funny. She just goes, Allison, you always pull it out. And she's like my cheerleader, right? And so by her cheerleading me, they remind me of who I am, and they remind me of my commitment to my business. But what's fun is they execute most of my commitment. <laughs> so the distinction again, I will say it over and over again. So, Alice and Crow is me, the individual, and Soulful Living LLC has slightly different values and requirements that the individual does. And when I was trying to make individual Allison fit into a business, there were too many things I didn't wanna do or that were hard for me. (laughs) And I hear my clients say this all the time, this is fun. I'm gonna brag on Shannon Peebles. Shannon Peebles is a client of mine that got this recently and I've seen her explode. So Shannon actually has been a client of mine since 2013. She is a solely member. She just upgraded to a pod. And she started out as very simple VA. And over the years, she has built her skills and built her skills and built her skills. And she is talented behind the scenes, super talented behind the scenes. But she was not, she's not a copywriter, And she's not a marketer. She does the VA stuff. She does sound transcripts. She'll set up your Kajabi site. She doesn't write content for you. And she doesn't write content for herself. And so for years, she was kind of thirsty in her business. Thirsty in her business. And she realized that Shannon doesn't do marketing, but that Shannon's business requires it. That as the CEO of this business, she doesn't actually have to do it, but her business requires it. And so she hired a marketer. Another one of my soulies, Megan Winkler. So Megan Winkler is a spiritual business coach and a marketer for um, soulful business people, spiritual business people. And Megan is now working with a couple of my clients on marketing. And Shannon who never before has really had, she's had a business, but she's never had a brand. You've never seen the essence. I've always seen Shannon, but I've never seen her business show up until she started working with Megan. And so what is so beautiful is when I see Shannon's business on um Instagram and I see her business on Facebook and I am seeing Shannon show up so much more powerfully and get so many more clients. She's actually started charging for her consulting. Like she is exploding. And what it took was to get the difference between the individual and the business and the desires of each and finding a way to overlap. So Shannon still facilitates her marketing team in making sure the marketing is aligned with her message, but the marketing team executes on behalf of the individual, on behalf of the business. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? So I want you to think about, I have so many examples of these. It's so fun. I have a client... um, Let me see how I can keep this vague. I have a client who has an enormous following, enormous following. And this woman cranks out content. She cranks, cranks. She loves doing content. She has a family. She has um, a spouse. She has a corporate business and she has an online business. This woman does a lot. And I was watching... not just her, but watching a few of my clients feeling tugged on about what their fans needed. Fans or friends, right? So a few episodes ago, really good podcast episode, I did one on stop it. Stop giving your business work away to friends for free. Okay, that you're going to want to listen to that. And this is kind of like that. So you've got fans and you've got friends. And then you have clients. Another distinction I learned in real estate, which is actually a legal term here in Texas, is that you have customers and clients. <laughs> and um, the way that translates online is like you have fans and friends, but clients are different, right? So in real estate, a customer is somebody who does not have a legal agreement to work with you they're a fan. (laughs) Or they're somebody who might be working around you, but you are not committed to fiduciary. So it's slightly different online. We're not required. And I see a lot of people giving so much time, energy, and attention to fans who will never become clients because it feels good. Because it feels good to the individual, right? So a few weeks ago, when we talked about giving your services away to friends, it feels good as an individual to give away your services to friends. But I tell you what, if I filled up my roster with all my friends, I would not have a business. My business does not do that. So Allison, the giver has to find a way to work with Soulful Success or Soulful Living LLC to give. Right? We create a plan for that. We go all Elizabeth Warren. We're like, I got a plan for that. I got a plan for that. And Alice and the individual may be a part of the idea of the plan, but somebody else executes it. Somebody else debriefs with me and they serve the business in that way. So you know what I can do? I can create content and yes, I create content. One of my offerings is my podcast, these videos. That is my free offering. I want to give you value. I want to create something that brings value to your life, to your ears. I want you to take the ideas and begin to think about them and implement them. This is when I have my list of services, my podcast and my social media content is my free offering. There's nothing you have to do to sign up for it. It is like, and I show up and I treat it as if it's for paying clients. Now, here's here's an example of how this works. If I have people that ask me questions, Allison, can I pick your brain? Allison wants to say, yes, you can pick your brain. Although I don't anymore. I don't do, you can buy a brain picking session for a very large sum of money on my website. But what's fun is I can do for my free audience, for my fans who like to listen, I can certainly have them ask questions, but it doesn't mean I'm going to take a bunch of time out of my day to answer. And it's not because I'm not nice. It's because it's not sustainable. If every single person that asked me for a favor I did, I would not have space to serve my current 65 clients. Okay. And so, um, so what we do is we create a, a plan for that. And we have a plan for when people ask and they want to know, I say, what question do you want to know? Perhaps I'll, add, I'll answer that on a podcast, right? So ask me anything, FAQs, if you want to know something, thank you so much for asking. I'm honored that you want to take me to lunch. And I don't do lunch with anybody but my mama and my sister. Right, I just don't because not because Allison doesn't want to, but because the business of soulful living has certain values and requirements and beautiful restraints and constraints that it needs to be profitable. Right? Look at this crooked smile. I know you podcast people can't see it, but it's so funny how I I realize that in, in photographs I have a crooked smile. One side of my muscles must be stronger than the other. I know, you guys listening are really excited about that. So what I want you to do is actually take either two pieces of paper first and and think about you, your individual's core values. The core values of Allison individually are slightly different than the core values of Soulful Success LLC, of the business. Remember that your business is an energy and an entity, and just because, so going back to my client that wanted to create better habits, I I didn't tell him what he should do. I said, let me ask you a question. So you have option one, which is to take another course on learning how to build better habits or taking that $6,000 and hiring an expert to execute for you. And he was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to have to become the habitual person. I want to coach my clients and connect. And I was like, ding, 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 you got it. And so what I love is he automatically was about to go do more. This is another one. Pay attention to this, you guys. This is why I set up Soulful Success. And by the way, by the time you hear this, sorry, Charlie, doors are closed. If you're hearing this on the podcast, doors are closed. Um they close on the fifteenth for those of you who are watching live. Now, pay attention. when i I love deep coaching, I still do deep coaching. I love deep thought work. And I want all of you listening to pay attention to when you have an insight, who executes it. <laughs> So some of it I can execute. I cannot and will not execute all of it, right? So my client had the insight from a deep coaching session that he really wanted to start communicating regularly and marketing. And then he found himself about to go spend a lot of money to train himself to execute. Oi, vey. It never happens. So instead, he took the money and hired somebody who specializes in that. And now guess what? He It is being done and his energy and his skills and his talents are partnering with the expert, but he is serving his people. Right? So... <laughs> One of the reasons that I built Soulful Success is because three years ago, I had a ding, ding, ding in my brain. I was like, most growth and achievement people do not need too much teaching or too much coaching. They really need to. My, my clients, I love this. This is so fun. Right now, I have a whole bunch of clients that when they get an insight... They take action. Actually, one of my mastermind clients today got an insight from our mastermind call and we didn't even talk about her. I have two other clients doing podcasts and we were talking about doing weekly podcasts and this client had started podcasts and had dropped it. And so not an hour after our call, her podcasts are short. She says, I've created podcasts through the through the rest of the month. It's done. They're locked and loaded, ready to go. And she's like, I'm committed to creating 50 And they will go out weekly. So she's not creating them every week. She'll mass create them and then send them out. But it's so fun. She had an insight and she took action on it. Last two weeks, she had an insight that she didn't need to be doing all the automation And the path to working with her, aka the funnel, I know some of you don't like these words, but get used to them, right? Quit quit letting the bad guy's own business terms. So she realized that somebody else needed to automate because every second she was spending behind her website and automating, she's not spending loving on her clients or serving her clients or creating new content, which are her gifts. And so sure enough, she interviewed for the last two weeks and she hired somebody to take care of all of that. And the vision is literally that she wakes up and her person says, this has been taken care of. Would you like to review it? Because her name is still on it. And so she partners and my client's able to go, this looks fantastic. Could you add this one thing? Or maybe we need to take this or maybe we need to change this word and it's ready to go. And instead of her having to stay up until three o'clock in the morning, she gets a good night of sleep. And this automation over here is done. And yes, it feels risky at first to offer that, um, to, to to spend money on that. And I am a big believer that, it's funny, the more money I make, the more money I spend. And do I have to? I check that stuff out all the time. But I tell you what, I used to be spending a similar amount to what I'm spending now only on coaching and no execution. And so thus soulful success was built so that people at growth and achievement level can come into the room, they can raise their hand, they can get life and business coaching for $222 a month on like no long-term thing. And let's let's pretend you had $1,000 a month budgeted. You now have $800 left to put in your business, right? And so that was one of the things for a couple of years I did. Instead of spending thirty dollars to $40,000 a year on coaching, I pulled back and I spent $200 a month while I built this and you know what that helped me do I didn't lower my expenses anywhere well I did in my living but I didn't lower my expenses in my business I hired people to help I hired people to help I hired people to help me do the things that I kept thinking would just happen that I would wake up one day and go oh yeah I love writing an email every single week and you know what I actually have somebody that listens to everything I say and she takes words out of my mouth and writes those emails you get on Sunday. I hope that doesn't disappoint you. And it's so fun because I have people email me back and I read every email I get and I read every email that goes out before they go out. And I am amazed at how the person that I hired to do this hears me so well. I'm in love with my team. I am in love with paying them. Some people look at me like, how come you spend so much in your business? I feel more confident about spending money on people doing things for me like a CEO, right? So if you are a soulful CEO, the problem that I see is this gap where people are running soulful businesses, but they're not being the CEO. So you can be a soulful business owner without being a soulfully CEO. And I want you to begin to consider if it's right for you. If you have growth plans, like my client, he never really considered that he ran a business. He has a private practice. He has a practice, a coaching practice. I've often said that about me. And he realized that he actually wants to have more of a business entity You know, I say, if you could wave your hand and you had no objection, what do you want your business to be like? And what happens, y'all, it doesn't work this way. It doesn't go, oh, I mean, so many of us think, oh, if we just get discovered and then I'll need it and I'll get all big and I'll have more clients than I handle. You know how you get more clients than you can handle? You get help getting clients. You get help with marketing so that you can spend more time doing one-on-one conversations so that you don't get exhausted. And so I know that I am kind of beating this concept over and over, but soulful CEO is different than the soulful business owner who is an individual. Your business is an entity and you are the CEO of that entity. And I want you to begin visioning out what your ideal team looks like. So I have two clients right now that are in my high-end mastermind that have just spent a lot of money to be in a high-end mastermind. And I know that it's so fun because we talk about what is your problem today and they tell me their problem. And I say, imagine that's handled. Now what's your problem? And what's fascinating is when they bring their future self to the current time and place and solve their future selves problem, they actually are able to create the funds to jump over that gap. I so wish I could draw this out for you. <laughs> it's it's kind of a mind F. Um, an example of what I did with... Soulful success was in January. Soulful success did not open until September of 2017. In January of 2017, I said, what does Allison in 2000, December 2017, what is her biggest problem? And her biggest problem was that she had so many clients that she couldn't manage all the billing. I had no clients for Soulful Success yet. And so you know what I did? I invested in solving that problem before I ever had it. And it compelled me to go out and create the clients. And so from day one, there is an automated system so that I do not have to be a bill collector, right? You take your future self's brain and you bring it back to here and now. And so your future self, even if you don't know what your business as a Soulful CEO looks like, Your future self does. And so we have done, all of you have done future self and vision boards and all that other stuff. And it's one thing to get the pretty pictures in your mind. It's not enough. I want you to get the brain and what problems they're solving, who helps them, who does that for them, right? And so for me, I heard about marketing for years and it wasn't enough. And then one day I went to a conference and I saw this guy and somebody followed him around with a microphone and a camera. And everything this guy said turned into content that gave value to his fans. And I said, I don't need a marketer. I need someone to produce my brain. And so my marketing team calls themselves a marketing team, but they are my brain producers. They produce, promote, and are consistent with my content. It's amazing. So that's just an example. I want you to begin thinking about the entity of you as the individual. And then I want you to really see the entity of your business. What is your business requiring that you don't do? And when you can begin to have that Venn diagram, that overlapping circles, I promise you will begin to see a little bit more traction in your business than you had all on your own. You will begin to see things happen all on your own. One of the things I love, and that is a part of our system, is like, I'll look up and I'll think. Like this week, I took some time off and I went to the lake. We totally social distance, but I went to the lake with my husband and then one of our friends who drove the boat, we sat in the back. The old me... Would have gotten off calls and said, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to be sure this is done. And you know what's so fun is like, instead of me even thinking about that, I know that my marketing team already has scheduled from last month, something to go out for my people. It's take, it's handled. And so imagine we'll close up with this. Imagine your current business problem is handled. Who is handling it? Is it you or is it a team member? And begin to work from that space. And you will not only speed up your success, you will also create sustainable success, which means it doesn't cost as much emotional energy and it will eventually play pay off. And so yes, I have taken some finding I have put my money where my heart is. it's just what I do. It's what I've always done. It, It used to make my husband nervous. Now he trusts me. I put the money down and then I make it happen. And a lot of you are waiting to make the money. And that was one of the first things I heard in real estate. You invest and the money follows. You invest and the money follows. And so I am my own angel investor. I invest in myself. I double down on myself. I hire talent. And guess what? The money comes back. It doesn't happen overnight, but it happens. And here's the deal. Like you, I'm in for the long haul. There is no hurry, and the less I hurry, and the more I get help, the faster it goes. And that's my wish for you. So, if you would like to be a member of Soulful Success, you can join the waitlist. <laughs> you can join the waitlist. Um, I'm not sure when we'll be opening back up. Right now, the plan is I have on my marketing calendar rest, serve, and play. Rest, serve, and play is what I do in June, July, and August. And so um, feel free to get on the wait list. Um, Keep listening to the podcast. And thank you so much for your time and attention and affection and love. And when you're ready to work together, let me know. Peace out, you guys. As always, thanks for listening. I totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work Show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.